Hello everybody, welcome to this Wednesday's edition to Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. As always, I'm glad that you watch or you're tuning in, um, and it means a lot to me. I do want to say a couple things here real quick um, before I get into the topic, and the first one is, I think that in the near future, all this is going to be is a podcast, okay? I know there's a lot of you that watch live on Facebook right now, like this moment, or you're watching it sometime later on today, Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or sometime in, in the week, and that's great. But I also know that there's some of you that just listen to it on the podcast. After we download it, you listen to it on a walk or you listen to it in your car or whatever. And I'm really, I think I'm just going to go and record it as a podcast. So I want to encourage all of you, if you haven't got the Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman podcast, you need to do that. All you have to do is just go to, uh, you know, podcasts and Apple Podcasts and in the search bar, just put Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman, find it, hit like, and, and, and then you're in, okay? But at least for a while, I'm going to keep doing not only the podcast in this form, but also the Facebook Live at noon uh, with all of you. So anyway, get the podcast if you haven't done that already. Uh, the second thing is, you know, one of the things that I wanted this to be, here's the deal with Rick Countryman, is I wanted you to give me the topics that you wanted to me to address. And for the most part, I I've done that. I look at all the emails and the texts and the phone calls and when I see you around town or in church or whatever, you're giving me thoughts and ideas and then I try to put them all together and go, okay, here's the one that seems like the most amount of people want me to talk on and, and I've, I, I've been doing that. And recently, and I know it's because of the pandemic and um, you know all of the stuff that goes along with the pandemic, the CDC, and you know, vaccines, and wearing masks, and all that. that that's super important to all of you. You, you. you have a lot of thoughts that you want me to maybe share with you, and I have. I've used the last three or four you know, podcasts to basically talk about that, or at least you know, what I believe Scripture says, what, what I'm doing, uh, and I know a lot of you have disagreed with me, and that's okay. I'm okay that you disagree with me. I'm okay with it. What I'm not okay with is when people are crummy about it. It, it. You know, man, you're my brother or my sister in the Lord if you're a Christian, and we ought to be able to disagree without being disagreeable. Um, and so, anyway... Uh, today, I'm, I'm getting away from all that. Uh, you know, I don't want to talk about that stuff. You, you see, primarily, let, let me give you the three things that I think I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to do with my life, if you will. And number one, I'm, I'm supposed to love my family. I'm supposed to keep, take care of my family. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to tend over my family and make sure that, that everything is okay in my family. Okay, that, 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 that's... Number one, if you will. Number two, uh, I know I'm su supposed to uh, teach the Word. I know that I was made for that. God gifted me for that. And, and when I go about teaching the Word, really my goal is, is to make it understandable to the average guy uh, 
listening, okay? And when I say teach the Word, that doesn't mean it has to be in a church setting. It can be in a camp setting. It can be in a small group setting. It can be in a setting like this. Or it could be just something written that I post on my Facebook page that people will look at. The point is, is that I know I'm supposed to teach the Word of God to people. And number three is really, I, I, I think, I'm, I'm, well, I know I'm supposed to encourage men. And I have a lot of guys that I talk with and interface with and do life with and and we text back and forth, we email back and forth, we Zoom, FaceTime each other. Uh, I have a lot of guys that I, I spend time with that I know I'm supposed to do, that I know I'm supposed to interface with guys. And once again, it doesn't have to be in a traditional church setting. It can be just sitting in a living room, it can be sitting over coffee, it can be sitting in my little room right here. Uh, I just know those are three things that, that God has put on my heart. N number one, take care of your family, love your family, oversee your family, all those kinds of things, whatever word you want to use. Number two, I'm supposed to teach the scriptures to people and, and in any form or fashion, much like I'm doing right now. And number three, I, uh, I'm supposed to be an encouragement to men specifically. I, I know that. So today... I let you all know that I was going to talk about the, uh, you know, what are the, where did the first religion, false religion, come from? And uh, I told you that there's basically only two religions, and the first one, and I'm using religion in in a, in a way that I think you'll understand. Number one, it, there, there's faith in the one true living God. Okay, that that's. The, uh, that's the one true religion. Any other religion that's out there, any other religion, doesn't, doesn't make a difference what it is, is a false religion. It's energized by the demonic. It's energized by Satan himself. And so really, there's only two religions. It's either putting in your trust and faith and hope and the one true living God that's revealed between the leather-bound covers of, of the Scriptures, or it's putting your trust and faith in some, something else. And all of those something else that are out there are all energized and uh, propped up, if you will, uh, by, by the demonic, by Satan himself. But I do want to show you in Scripture where the first religion pops up. First false religion. And I'm going to take us all the way back to the book of Genesis. And in Genesis chapters 1 and 2, and by the way, I always tell people, if you don't understand you know, Genesis 1, 2, and 3, then the rest of the Bible, from Genesis chapter 4 all the way through Revelation, isn't going to make much sense. It's absolutely critical that you as a believer understand Genesis 1, 2, and 3. It lays the foundation for everything else in the Scripture. And Genesis 1 and 2 tell us about God creating everything. He creates it all. And during creation, He creates man and He creates woman. Okay, Adam and Eve were the very first two you know, people on planet Earth. Genesis 1, 2, and 3 aren't an allegory. It's not a story. It's not a mythological, you know... A concept. Genesis 1, 2, and 3 literally happened. 
God filled the heart of Moses so that Moses would know and record for all of us how it all started. Because God knew we would be curious. God knew we would want to know. He gave us the kinds of brains where we want to know and figure things out. And Man, I just love science. I, I, I love the fact that scientists are out there looking at things and they're trying to discover things. Well, well God has given us these incredible things called brains. He knew we'd be curious. And so here we have in Genesis 1 and 2, God created everything. And He creates human beings. He creates Adam and Eve. And one of the things that he did is that he gave Adam and Eve the ability to choose. Some call it a free will. And God said, Adam and Eve, it's all yours. You, you, everything that the eye can see, put them in the Garden of Eden and he said, hey, it's all yours. Enjoy it all. Except for that one tree. We don't know what the tree was. We have no clue what the tree was. Okay? We just know there was a tree, and God said, don't touch that one. Don't eat from that tree right there. That one's off limits. And so what happened was, was that Adam, and I, in the short amount of time I have, Adam and Eve make the choice, the horrible choice, that they were going to disobey God, that they were going to sin against God. And so what they decided to do was even though God said don't eat from that particular tree, they ate from that tree. And what happens in Genesis chapter 3 is we have the fall of humanity. We, we have sin now entering into the equation of life. Sin would have a cataclysmic effect, uh, effect not only on Adam and Eve's life, but their kids, Cain and Abel, and all the rest of their kids. It literally, sin has impacted every single solitary human being that's ever lived, and that includes you, and it includes me. We, uh, it's, we, we call it the Adamic nature. That's the big theological word. Your sinful nature. The old nature. The old man. And we all... We all have it, and it's, a, it's, it's just, just a mess, right? Well, in Genesis chapter 3, after Adam and Eve sinned, something happened within them. They immediately, the, the, the Bible says that they felt shame. The disobeying God made them feel and sense something that they had never felt or sensed any before, and they felt shame. They, they looked at their nakedness and, and said, man, this is wrong, there's something crummy, and, and they felt shame. And it says this in Genesis chapter 3, and um, verse 7. It says, so the, uh, verse 6 says, So the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was, desire, uh, was to be desired to make one wise. And so she took some of the fruit and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, Adam, who was with her, and he ate. The eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked. And then it says this, here we go. Here's the very first man-made religion in, in the Bible. They sewed fig leaves together 
and they made themselves loincloths. They knew that their disobedience against God, eating of that tree that God said don't eat from, they knew that that is what caused this shame, this guilt, this, these crummy feelings that they were having. And so here we have Adam and Eve, human beings, trying to make themselves right. Sin made them wrong, and now man is trying to make it right. Man, This is what we call self-righteousness. Man-made righteousness. They're trying to get rid of the guilt and the shame. And so they sew fig leaves together and they put them in all the right spots, you know, thinking that this will take care of the problem with God. That, that somehow if we put these fig leaves in all the right spots that everything will be okay between God and us. And obviously, it didn't take care of the problem because God shows up and then God takes care of the problem. We have the very first sacrifice in Scripture. He goes out and He kills an animal and He brings back not you know fig leaves, but actual skins of an animal that they could cover their body up with. And when you think about it, that was a precursor to what was going to come. You see, that shedding of the blood, an animal shed his blood to make them right, if you will. Now, I always think to myself, where did Adam and Eve come up with the idea to put fig leaves together? How did they... In their humanity think, man, maybe if we just get these big fig leaves and we sew them together and we put them in all the right spots, everything will be okay between us and God. I think it came from one place. I think it came from the demonic. I think it came from Satan, who is the author of all other religions. I don't care what name you put on it. There's only faith in the one true living God, or there's faith in in, in, in the demonic and all of the different religions that they have raised up over the centuries. I think it was the demonic that put it into Adam and Eve's mind. Hey, listen, you can make yourself right. All you have to do is just go get some, some leaves and, and sew them together and put them in all the right spots. And guess what? Everything will be okay between you and God. And when you think about all the other religions that are out there, basically you could say it's, they're all about somehow connecting you to God, making things right between you and God, and they all have a list of do's and don'ts that you can do, and if you do all these things, you know what, you're, you're, you're going to be fine with God, and if you don't do these things, you won't be okay with God. Guess what Adam's doing? He's trying to work his way into heaven. He, he's, he's doing something to make himself right with God. And Christianity is the only religion where we don't do anything. Jesus did it all when he hung on the cross. Jesus was the one who took care of the problem of sin that entered the world in Genesis chapter 3. He's it. And it's simply by putting our faith in Jesus Christ that the the you know the, the consequences of sin are all washed away they're all done away with 
And so let me just tell you, if you're out there and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, let me tell you, He's the one you need to know. He's the one that you need to repent your, your sin to. Let Him come into your life. Let Him cleanse you of your sin, but you have to repent of your sin. Maybe you're out there and you've been putting on fig leaves, if you will. You've been trying to do all the right things and say all the right things. And if you just do all the right things and say all the right things, then surely God will love you. And surely God will accept you into heaven. And that's just not true. Doing good things is okay. Not wrong doing good things. But none of them will take care of the problem with sin. All, doing those things in Genesis 3 that Adam and Eve did didn't take care of the problem. And so, in Genesis chapter 3, we see the very first man-made religion. Man trying to save himself. And I believe that those thoughts came from Satan himself. Adam, Eve, you can make yourself right. Just go get a bunch of leaves and put them in all the right spots. And today, all these thousands of years later, guess what? Satan is still out there deceiving people. Because the last thing he wants is for you and I to know and worship the one true living God, the one who gave his life for us uh, you know, 2,000 years ago on that cross. So, hey, listen, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget... Go and get the podcast, okay? I'll give you a fair warning when I'm going to switch this thing over. God bless you, and uh, live, live for Jesus, okay?